You are now listening to Bet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet Your Ash. That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado. I am McGee. I am in Dania, Florida, and I know it's early out there. Are you even sm- You can't be smoking a cigar this early in the morning, are you? <clears throat> no, I got a little uh, throat frog too, so I can't. So, so I am having some um, chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording early because we had. Uh, we are early on a Friday because we had some technical issues and some chaos and some scheduling all it was like a perfect storm everything all happened at the same time so yeah. we, we did not get the podcast recorded before last night's football game with uh the saints and the cowboys didn't seem like the saints really uh it didn't really matter we we missed it so did the saints mm-hmm. i mean they were <laughs> yeah. not there to win <laughs> yeah you want to know somebody else who missed it? The Oklahoma City Thunder. What the heck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to watch I that whole it. game again. I want to know how is it possible for you to be present on the court and allow that to happen? 73 I mean, points, man. They it's amazing. 73 points. It's, it's an amazing feat in, on, in the NBA for – Two teams to be on the floor, and one of those teams to score 150 points. They just didn't score 150. They scored 150 and kept the other team to under 80. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. Now, did they keep the other team under 80? <laughs> or did maybe the Thunder keep themselves under 80? Because, <laughs> well, geez. I didn't I'll see anything. You. I haven't seen any highlights. All I yeah. re- I read the I read the 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 what's it called the headline this morning, and I saw that yeah. a basketball team lost by seventy three points, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And that's that's yeah. as far as I've gotten. I, I know nothing about what happened. I think I, I think that was the safe situation. I think they were down more at one point, but yeah, they. Um, it's like my it's like my coach my old coach used to tell me. That it's a 50-50 proposition. He says, you know, it's like almost in every sport. If the other team scores, you will have a chance to score too. <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want to hear that, that you little girls can't don't have the opportunity to go up there and do the same thing. That was that's I'm trying to well, rest in peace. I shouldn't make fun of him. But anyway. You're that's not making fun say. of him. It's homage. Yeah, homage. <laughs> that's what he would say. It's like whenever, you know, so you're right. Hey, but they had a chance just like the other team. Now, what they did with that chance, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really. Quite a few times. They're not really uh, they had playing the game to win the championship. I, I, I want to watch the game again because it. It would have to be horrific. It really would, you know. But now that you think about it, I know Adams must have left uh, 
New Orleans because I saw him on the court. So I think he came back. But I looked at – I just saw, like, briefly a highlight. And I don't think – I don't think I recognize a single player on that team. Not a single – Yeah. It's a lot of pieces. It's a lot of young guys that they're – maybe develop and pieces like contracts that they're not going to hold on to very long that are going to be traded for picks and third team in the midst of rebuild. And it's a long rebuild. I mean, it's the post Westbrook Durant era is, isn't, um, isn't a pretty thing in Oklahoma and they're trying to resituate themselves to find some new stars. Like I shouldn't use the word luck, but like they got, they built that old iteration of the Thunder via the draft, and they made two really good, really you know, two you know, they made some really good draft picks, and they added to that that roster with some trades and signings and stuff. But they're they're trying to replicate that. They're trying to amass as many picks as they can and young talent, and try to find their next. Westbrook and Durant in the draft somewhere, and Party. it's tough. It's tough to <laughs> hit home runs every time, you know. <laughs> so, but maybe, maybe they can, you know, find some find some guys. They have, a, I think, they have a billion picks again this year. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they made all those trades the last few years just to get more picks every time, and so they have yeah. like a bunch of picks. Maybe they find another another superstar. Yeah, they're kind of like the they're kind of like the scout league at the Exactly. We saw it in baseball. We saw, you know, there was a couple teams that did this, you know, 15 years ago and started just amassing picks and and minor league players and 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 stuff and trying to then turn that into future superstars. And then that got, you saw it with the Browns where they were bad for a whole bunch of years in football, but they were amassing an incredible amount of talent everywhere. You saw Mm -hmm. it with the Sixers in, in the NBA, you know, it's, it's, I think it's most evident because when you don't have a good roster, it's really obvious. And because it's uh, five, you know, five guys on the, (laughs) it's only five guys on the court at the same time. So, Mm -hmm. And now the Thunder are going to try to rebuild, you know. We'll see. But it's a fucking mess right now. Well, when I looked at the stats, one one thing that was very unusual is that they took all sports, and the biggest win differential in all those sports, there's another team that also had a 73-point spread. In basketball? No. In football. No way. Yeah. The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they beat up on somebody and had a 73 point win. Or I didn't look far in enough into it. I hope they didn't have, they didn't get they didn't get beat by 73. But I was about to say, are you sure they won the game? Because when you said the Bears were involved, I just assumed they were the losers. If it was recently, that that's probably possible, maybe. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's the two biggest win differentials. I would have thought it'd be a college team, you know, a college football team. Yeah, one of those times where they play like the little school in their state, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard to just it. 
it's it's such a it's so hard to score 73 points in football that to win a game by 73 it means you you had a you had at least that many points that's incredible that's 10 that's that's 10 touchdowns in a field uh, <laughs> that's the easiest way to get there yeah yeah hey, you know and wouldn't that be something they're like you know what we're just gonna kick a field goal and get out of here you guys can get my huge one. <laughs> Maybe it was the first drive. The, the, at one point, it was three nothing, and then they scored ten straight touchdowns. I mean, think about the proposition. Each, well, now each quarter is twelve minutes, right? And so it's twenty-four minutes and a half, and forty-eight minutes in a game. And if I told you that I'll give you 50-some-odd guys. And all I want you to do is run up and down this field 10 times in that 48, 48 minutes. I think you could accomplish that. If you look at football that way, see, I should be a psychoanalyst coach in the NFL. I could say, don't you think that that's possible? The only difference that we're doing here is making contact with the ball. In 48 minutes, you have 48 minutes to run 10 times up and down the field. That's it. Wait, there's 12 minutes and a quarter in football? I think it's 14. Oh, four. I'm sorry. What am I thinking? Still, 73 points, but 14. it's 48 minutes in the NBA. You're right about that. It's, wow. 73 point difference in any sport. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah what was, do you remember from when you looked at it, what was the biggest baseball difference? Hmm. Baseball wasn't on there. No. Hockey had 15 points. Wow. F scoring 15 goals in hockey is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was the Red Wings that scored 15 points. Wow. And, um, yeah, I'm not really sh – that's the only ones that stuck out. And, of yeah. course, now the Grizzlies are on there, so – yeah. yeah, man, John Morant, man, he's uh, he's a he's a real he's the real deal. He's what he's what their uh, Thunder are hanging out. Him. Yeah, exactly, hanging out in the draft, hoping to get hoping to get their version, of John Morant. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's get into it. We got some football okay. to talk about, and then it's our Basel this weekend, so I got to play tour guide and yeah, party a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Let me. Uh, should I pull this up since you're on your phone, huh? So I can pull this up easily. Yeah, I'm mobile today. Yeah, mobile. dude. The mobile setup. You got the mobile <laughs> studio rocking. Yeah. Right. Let's see. We are talking about footballs. <clears throat> so this is what week thirteen. Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah. Wow. Um. Here we go. So, like we said, we missed yesterday. There's only a couple more Thursday night games. Yeah. But we're going to go straight to Sunday. We're going to go through this Sunday lineup. And you know what? This is probably better. The later in the week that we talk about these games, the more information we have going into them. There you go. Yeah. So, we, we probably – we probably are doing ourselves a disservice by picking games on Wednesdays or, 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 or Tuesdays or Wednesdays because we're, our, our record probably our, our record probably reflects that we've been picking games, you know, without all the info, you know. Mm -hmm. but, um, all right, let's do this. So Sunday morning, 
We got Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. That's a division rivalry, you know, two times yeah. a year. They're yeah. playing in in Houston, I said. And right mm-hmm. now I see it. It opened at minus seven, but now it's minus ten. So it's the Colts minus ten or Houston plus ten. That's that difference we were talking about. Is uh, We would have probably Tuesday or Wednesday, we might have saw closer to minus seven here. Exactly. We we get way closer to the opening line, of course. Um, but this can also be our benefit to our benefit, right? If let's yeah. say, like in this case, the, we'll use the phrase Joe Public, but uh, well, the masses, right? The 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 average better love the Colts at the Texans, right? They're going to be they're betting the number up to ten now. Yeah. It started at seven. Mm-hmm. At some point, it should get up high enough <laughs> that we should be betting Houston. You know, they have, they have, they're, they're at home. They got Tyrod Taylor back. They play this team, the Indianapolis Colts every time. And everyone's betting the Colts, which is why the number's up at 10. If it gets to 11 by kickoff or 11 and a half, you got, you almost have to bet Houston. Um, they could keep it close at home, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely don't deserve this many points. Like seven probably sounds like the right number where it opened at, but. Mm-hmm. If it gets to 10 or 11, that's a lot of points. You know? Is that always the case, minus um, injury or major roster change prior to kickoff? Is that usually the case, that the opening um, line is closer to the right one? Oh, I, I don't know. I would have to... I would have to go back and look at a lot of years of data to like yeah. really know the answer to that. That's interesting. If if the opening line is closer to the final score or difference, or if the closing line is 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 closer, I, that's something I would be interested in knowing knowing the answer to. Um, I have I, I I have no idea. I, I really have no idea. But I'm I'm curious now that you say it. Yeah, yeah I'll see if I find an article or something because. That's pure Vegas, you know, uh, number crunching right there, if you ask me. And what happens later, minus injury or roster change, major roster change, is affected by, uh, you know, fanatical, you know, behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. But also, you know, as things, uh, I would imagine that the closing line is more accurate than the opening line mm-hmm. because uh, all those people are, are, the line's moving with everybody's action and everybody's getting the info. But then again, people are stupid and that's why casinos are big. So I, I don't really. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was saying. I, I err towards what the casinos say, not what the, you know, the, the people say, you know, yeah. they're a little bit more fanatical. But hey, but their goal isn't their goal isn't to predict the outcome of the game when they set the opening line. Their goal is to induce 50-50 action. Mm-hmm. Right? That's their goal. So they're not trying to predict the outcome of the game at all. You know, they're trying mm-hmm. to um, encourage the same amount of money wagered on both sides. Mm-hmm. But um let's keep it moving um let's see see this one this one hasn't moved at all but this is the arizona cardinals and they're traveling to play against your chicago bears and the, it opened at minus seven and now it's minus seven and a half i mean that's not that that's not much movement at all 
but Arizona is favored by just over a touchdown in Chicago. Mm. Generally, like, I, when I looked at all these spreads for this week, I hated all of them. Like, there's not, I might, there might be like one or two games I bet, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. And seven and a half, being favored by more than a touchdown on the road is like a tough spot for any team. And it, it's just like we were talking about that 10 points in Houston. I mean, it's still over a touchdown. And yeah. You know. Now, Kyler Murray's coming back. Arizona's right. a good team. Right. But if how about uh Kyler Murray just had to take a month off. Like there could be something really wrong. Hmm? Kyler Murray just has been out for like a month. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know if they had a buy in there too, but maybe they haven't had their buy in, I don't know. But yeah, it's like No, they had their buy in there, but still, like if you're that banged up and you need a month off, maybe I mean maybe you're not one hundred going into this game. Could be. Could be. But do you need to be 100 going against the Bears these days? No, but you probably need to be 100 to beat them by more than a touchdown at, in Chicago. Mm. You know? okay. And once again, this point spread is the great equalizer. <laughs> um, right. Man, are they is, – is Justin Fields starting? No, I think Andy Dalton's starting. I think – I don't know. Arizona, I, I don't want to bet this game at all. Like I said, there's only a couple games here that I'm even interested in. But I think the, I'd be scared to bet Chicago at this point in the year. And this is that roster change thing I'm telling you about. Like, by the second quarter, very well, Andy Dalton could be the, you know, the, the best quarterback on the field. And, you know, and, and he looks like he's, uh, you know um, – Hall of Fame bound, you know, it's like, dude, who would have thought that? Yeah. You know, I mean, so, you know, these games this year, these are some of the things that we have to take into consideration that the game that you started or thought you were going to be watching at kickoff is probably a totally different game that you're watching after halftime. You're like, yeah, yeah this receiver is no longer in and this corner is no longer in. Oh, yeah, both quarterbacks, uh, starting quarterbacks aren't even playing. There's a second-string quarterback uh, that's lighting it up right now, you know? So, you just never know. There's so much talent. There's so much talent in the NFL, but at the same time, there's a big drop-off between the starters and the backups. And Mm -hmm. when when teams get get a bunch of injuries, especially all in the same position group, Mm -hmm. they can really – and the other teams are smart enough to take advantage of it. You know, the other teams are, are, are you know, uh, uh, game planning uh, against their weaknesses. And if they know you're on your eighth string cornerback, they're going to throw at that guy the whole time, you know. Yeah. Last, last week, um, I was so happy because the Chargers, um, one of the um, guards, uh, Offensive lineman had one out. I think it was the right right guard went, went out, and immediately immediately Bosa went over to that side, and um, they were going to test him, you know. And uh, Bosa didn't touch uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater not one time, not one time for the rest of the game, and I was so. Because I see that all the time, and I'm like, oh, boy. 
as like, you know, uh, you, you see like somebody goes out and those are those little things that, um, you know, defensive coordinators and whatnot, they're always exposed and always looking for the angle for the, you know, for the advantage. So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. People who you don't even think have that much of an effect can have a tremendous effect. Yeah. Uh, if, if any, every defensive coordinator and defensive player worth, worth their, you know, <laughs> worth their weight knows, like soon as somebody goes down, yeah. get attacked at that, that position or that spot and every offensive coordinator sees it you see tom brady like his eyes will light up when he when he sees some backup trotting on the field you know yeah yeah so i don't i don't i mean i you know with the way the roster is you don't you and and usually this wouldn't be that big of a deal but after this year some of the stuff i've seen you don't know what kyler Mer- kyler murray is uh, stepping on the field, you don't know any of those. You don't know if he'll finish the game, uh, and I, yeah. I know that's that's way out there. No, but he but, has a banged up ankle. I mean, like you never know. Yeah. You, you never know. You never know. So, uh, with that being said, you know I don't know. I can I can ask what's the next game. Yeah, the next game. Speaking of injuries, the Giants at the Dolphins, and I don't know if uh, Daniel Jones is even playing for the Giants or not. He was. He was kind of beat up earlier this week. But the Miami Dolphins are minus two and a half at home. Uh, Oh, wait, sorry. That's what it opened at, and now it's at minus five. So I imagine that movement might reflect that Daniel Jones isn't playing. I think it might be Mike Glennon. Do you remember Mike Glennon, the really tall dude? He was on the Bucks for a little while, went to NC State. Yeah. I think it was a bear for a minute. Maybe it was a bear for a minute. Uh, I remember the name. I can't yeah. remember. Obviously, back up. I don't remember. Plan, I think this is a spot where I could probably put a couple dollars in because I like the Dolphins' defense right now. I think they're having a good second half of the season, and they have a great schedule. And so they're they got some momentum, and the Giants are bad. I, I just Miami at home minus five. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I'd rather it at four and a half, but whatever. Five is fine. I think the Dolphins probably cover that one. Not too many games I'm willing to put money on this week, and that's one of the spreads I'm willing to put money on. The Giants are really bad, really bad. Um, Let's get through this. Let's keep going. Uh, we got the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Uh, It is a seven-point spread. Minnesota is seven-point favorites on the road. Um, You know, it really comes down to are we going to see the Lions win a game this year? Are they going to keep it close in any games that you left this year? Or is it just a, you know, it's just a mess and they're going to get steamrolled, you know, over and over and over again. And that's really what the question is. Hmm. Well, after the Vikings lost last week, I am pretty sure that they, no, was it us? Yeah, yeah. they did lose last week. Yeah. Um, I am pretty sure that they're going to try to unleash on the Detroit Lions. So. Yeah, they're probably pumped to see the Lions this week. You're right. That was yeah. probably like the greatest thing ever on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably a good point. You might want to bet the Vikings just because they're pissed off about last week. Yeah, and what, what did they uh, 
What's the spread on it? Seven. Yeah. yeah. Some places have it at seven and a half, but I see it at seven. Yeah, I think I like it at seven. It's funny how you write it. Just listening to you, seven and a half makes a difference. Yeah, man. That means you have to win by more than a touchdown. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the Vikings lost, but they there were like a couple little things that could have gone differently, and they would have been in that. Um, oh, yeah. They're a much better team than their record makes yes. them seem to be. And uh, Detroit is what their record <laughs> is exactly what their record uh, I demonstrates. Think, so. I, I think I could be wrong, but I think all of their before last week, all of their collective losses, which I don't know what their record is right now. I think they might be six and six or something like that. Sounds right. Uh, they might not even be six and six. I mean, they might be like five and uh, seven. Or I don't know. I don't know. Here, let me pull it up. But for the team that they are, all of their collective losses, I think the points added up to like 18 points. That's you know? crazy. Like they have not lost by like much of anything in any of these games. They're so, five and six right now. Five and six. So, yeah. So if you ask me, uh, if you ask me, uh, they are the best losing record team on the board right now. Yeah. They've actually, like, on the year, they've scored more points than they've allowed, but they're five and six. Yeah. That's right? Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. Let's keep moving. That's an interesting one. That's one I could probably I, – I'm by, by kickoff, I might have money on, but I really do like it at seven more than seven and a half. For the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, next is the that's Philadelphia leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, uh, the next game on the list is the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets. Weren't they just at the Giants last week? They're in the same building on the road. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right, the Eagles are minus seven. They're seven point favorites on the road against the Jets. Um, I mean, they, they lost. They lost against the Giants last. What the freak? I mean, yeah, the Giants. No, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. It was a weird loss, though, and I don't think that – I don't know. It was just like a bad Jalen Hurts game. Yeah. I don't think that that's going to – something that we're going to see back-to-back weeks. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Jets are also the Jets, so I suspect mm-hmm. the Giants – I mean, the Eagles who here win this uh, game by quite a few points. I think they probably cover. I don't think I'll bet it. But I think well, they where, probably cover. Where's the line? Seven. Oh wow. Hmm. On the road, it's a lot of points, but still, I think they probably cover that. The Jets are really bad. Yeah, yeah. The Giants, a little bit different. Uh who got rid of Jason Garrett? Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's wild. Is he gonna I wonder what he's going to do. If he's, he probably goes and chills for a couple of years, gets, does a TV gig, and then gets back in the league. I can't imagine he's going to go right right into coaching again. He probably should have taken a year or two off after the Cowboys before he got back into being a coordinator somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving. The next game is really what what I view as the most interesting game on the board. It's the Los Angeles Chargers plus three at the Cincinnati Bengals. 
What? Yeah, those are two good quarterbacks, two young teams. I, I'm going to enjoy watching that. I lean towards the home team, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're kind of – they had a couple bad weeks, but I feel like they got it back on track, you know, to use a cliche, and they got it rolling again, you know, to use a, a similar and related cliche. Um, and the flip side, I kind of – there's. There's a touch of uh, plummet to the Chargers. There's a touch of spiral to the Chargers, right? They started the season and everybody was talking about how great they were in the last couple of weeks. They haven't looked so great. And nope. so uh, Bengals are kind of screaming out to me to, to put a little something on them at minus three. They, my, at minus three, I think that's a, you know, which. Field goal but, at home, you know. Quarterback-wise, I don't have enough data to choose one or the other. I say it'll be a good, it'll be a good game. Yeah. However, team-wise, I think overall the Los Angeles Chargers are a better overall team than the Bengals. I don't know. The Bengals got a really good defense and an excellent running game with Mixon. I like that Joe Mixon guy. Mm-hmm. Um, their weakness is that offensive line, but that's and I, I think if they can address that. They can get get better. They, at that. they can get a lot better going forward over the next couple of years. Um, the Chargers' real issue is just health. I mean, they have a great roster. It's just they don't always have everybody out there, and um, at least none of their team doctors stabbed anybody in the lung this year. But yeah. the, it, it just seems like this is something that. We're saying all the time. It was how many times during the Philip Rivers era did we say, like, man, these guys should be going to the playoffs if only they were healthy? <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. Um I don't and then know. you had those years that Melvin Gordon sat out, you know. I mean yeah. he's he's doing okay over at the over at the Broncos, but yeah. Eh, I don't think he was worth sitting out, but he's okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're only going to have one star back, Eckler is a way better choice than Gordon. So I get it. Um, I am of the camp that the better teams are the teams with multiple running backs that are multiple effective running backs. Um, Look at the Browns, for example. You know, it's it's a good position to be deep at, we'll say. Um. Yeah, let's keep it moving. I'm, I I really do like the Bengals. That's probably one of the games I'll I'll, I'll have some action on. But let's mm-hmm. keep it going. Um, we got Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay are eleven point favorites, and all year long they have not been covering and even losing games on the road. And this yeah. is in Atlanta, so I could probably talk myself into betting. Atlanta plus 11 points. I won't, but I could. <laughs> yeah. The the Bucks are a much better team at home and if they're going to if they're going to win the Super Bowl, they need to have home field advantage, which means they need to win this game. I'm not worried about the Buccaneers losing. I, I just mm-hmm. don't think they'll they'll cover 11, you know. I don't I think they'll win, but I just don't think they'll win by that much. They should. Obviously, if you just look at this game in a vacuum, everybody's betting Tampa Bay. Oh, they're going to blow them out. But they should. 
they, I they're mean, not playing so well on the road. All year long, they've been playing bad on the road, man. If the Tampa Bay, if Tampa Bay's defense is on the field, and if, if Atlanta's um, offense is on the field, which is the better side? I'd pick Tampa Bay's defense every single time. Yes, but if they get one more injury, it's going to be – it's a little closer of a conversation, right? Like the Tampa Bay defense is so banged up. It's crazy. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, I'm not worried about losing. Like I said, I'm not worried about my guys losing, but 11 points is a lot. There's no way I'm betting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover that spread. Mm-hmm. Not with what I've seen them do. I'm traveling this year, you know. And if it moves just a little bit more, then you might be inclined. There's no way I'm going to bet Atlanta in any circumstance because I don't want to <laughs> root against my guys. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that's an interesting conversation about when people are willing to bet against their favorite teams and when they're not. You know, uh, like Timmy Nebraska is notorious at betting against the Nebraska football because he knows that team well enough to know when they're going to lose. And he's right often. So, um, but I don't like, I don't like betting against the Buccaneers. I don't like betting against the Nuggets. I don't like betting against the Yankees, you know, teams that I like because I don't want to have to root against my guys. And it's a double negative when you lose. I mean, when you lose that bet. Well, they also call it an emotional hedge. Either my team wins or I make money. You know, if you bet against your team, either you either you get to win as a fan or win as a gambler. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, there's a couple. Let's 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 move into the afternoon slot time slot on Sunday. All right, a couple afternoon games. We got the Washington Football Team at the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. The Raiders are one point favorite at home. Yeah, that's not saying much. That's not saying much, man. That's not saying much at all. The Washington football team's defense has played really well, even without Chase Young. Yeah, and even when he was on the on the uh, uh, field, he wasn't quite <clears throat> as dynamic as he was last year. Yeah, I mean, I think offensive lines know to double team him, and they're like they're 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 offenses are are game planning away from him, and so to speak. But and they can because, yeah. The team just isn't good enough to to keep people. You're right to keep the double team off. Yeah, but the defense is playing really well, man. Without them, which is surprising. I'm. I think maybe there's that the some people call it the Ewing effect. Sometimes you take the best player off a team and then they play better for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, seems for some reason this Washington football team's defense is is playing well. Now they're. Las Vegas Raiders, I can't tell if they just had a couple bad weeks as far as dealing with the bullshit going on in their organization and transitioning, and now they're going to get it together and win a couple games here at the end of the season, or if it's just, you know, whatever, let's get on to next season, you know, kind of an attitude there. Um, So I don't really know what to expect out of them. Moving forward, uh, as far as the Washington football team, not so much offense, but I have a lot of faith in their defense. So this could be – this is an easy game for me to not bet on, but if I had to, I might take Washington here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's it definitely, and you see the line. It's one point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it can yeah. go either way. Huh? It can easily go either way. Nobody knows who's winning this game. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, those are. I mean, how many, how many football games are decided by one? More than you would think, man. There's a lot of close games in the NFL. Close, but one point. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, but yeah. Anyway, I yeah, I, I don't like either of these teams, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't want to have. Uh, like, I work pretty hard for my money. I'm not saying I, I work super hard, but I work pretty hard for my money. I also don't make a fucking ton of money, so it's you know I work probably the right the, about the right amount for the money I make, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have any of the the money I've earned invested in this game. <laughs> and it's that's yeah. Um, so let's keep it moving. Uh, yeah. Next on the list, the Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are 13-point favorites at home. Uh, that's a lot of points. Mm, and I think they're going to – I tell you what, if they don't cover – I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about if they don't cover. I think that that will – I think that will define define their year. Um, they should win by third. They should win by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, I think you're probably right because Jacksonville's a mess. I don't think their coach is enjoying his time in the NFL thus far. Um, mm-hmm. They should win by a few touchdowns. That doesn't mean they will, but they should. You're right. You're right. And, and like I said, I think it will define – I mean, after the start they had and then all of a sudden to just – you know, they pick up two key two key uh, pickups in the middle of the year. They pick up Vaughn Miller. Arguably, at some point in his career, he might have been considered one of the, you know, um, uh, you know first, second, or third best, uh, you know, uh, pass rusher in the, in, the, in the league. And then they pick Odell Beckham, which – some point in his career had to be considered top one, two, or three, maybe receiver in the league. And they get better? No, they got worse. Well, they have to adjust. They also lost Rob Woods, right? Mm-hmm. They don't need to be all on the same page until the playoffs. Watch out. I'm just saying, let's not write the Rams off so soon because that's a good roster. And they're they're – this could vary. You're you're right. They could win this game by 28 points and get everything back on track and just start rolling from here. You know, we'll see. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know, man. Those Rams are the one. One of the few teams that are really uh, just feel like they're sleeping giants. Mm-hmm. Right? They're. I just feel like they're not playing as well as they're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, we got two more afternoon games. We have classic rivalry, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Mm. Pittsburgh, or sorry, Baltimore is the favorites on the road, and it's at four and a half points now. Mm. Steelers looked 
just horrible last year or last week. Yeah. Um, Roethlisberger. I mean, I know everybody's saying it all week. Roethlisberger's career is clearly over. Um, and watch, they're going to come out this week and just put it on them. <laughs> like, they're going to come out and score 90 or something ridiculous. Right. You know? It's just how it is. Every time we write this guy off, he has a good couple weeks right afterwards. So, but, uh, that's That Baltimore team is, I mean, it's they kind of have the identity of the city. Like, they're, they're gritty. They go out and they win close games, you know. So, I don't know. That team, I, don't that's, think, I, don't, I don't think anyone in the league has a did right game plan for that offense, you know? It's tough, right? You're not used to it. You only see it. Now, Steelers do see it twice a year, so maybe that's a little bit of a benefit. But for the most part, you're not seeing it every week, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole, different, whole different setup than whatever you played last week, you know, played against last week. So it's, it's tough to adjust. And, you know. But like I said, these teams know each other better than most, you know. So uh, I don't know. Maybe the Steelers have a game plan. Maybe they were playing possum last week. <laughs> I doubt it, but maybe. Doubt it, yeah. Um, the other afternoon game is the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. It is a three point spread. Seahawks are kind of a mess, huh? Yeah, it's close. It's closing time early. I've never seen this since he got there. You know, I wonder if yeah. I wonder if he'll be a. I wonder if Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk next year. I wonder if Pete Carroll will coach the Seahawks next year. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. pretty sure the 49ers covered this spread. Yeah. I think. I think <clears throat> next year will be one of the first years where a true um, quarterback free agency is going to be much, much better. And I'm not just talking that, hey, Tom Brady was a free agent. I just that would be, make that the best uh, quarterback free agent um, year uh, ever. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, well, Tom Brady chose where he wanted to go. You know what I mean? And a lot of these free agents, they choose where they want to go too. But yeah, but we might was, see some movement. Huh? We might see a lot of movement this year, though. I think so. I think so. I mean, there's some – I mean, Rodgers. Um, Rodgers uh, and Wilson Matt, at the top of the at the top of the list makes it makes uh, the list of quarterbacks of, like intriguing. You know. Yep. Yeah, Matt Jones, Russell Wilson, maybe. You know. I mean, yeah. There's some there's some options there. And Wait, then there's what you say? You think that the you think the Patriots would trade Matt Jones for Russell Wilson? Not Matt Jones, uh, Matt Ryan. Sorry. Oh, Matt Ryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I don't think that that's an even trade. No, I was, I was just saying the different quarterbacks that would be on the market. Yeah, that are potentially, yeah, potentially moving. You're right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I wonder if Matt Ryan, if there is another home for him. It's such like he's such a part of that that team's identity for so long. Right, right, right. It, could, it might help also the change of scenery, the, the classic change of scenery move, you know? Yeah. Um, I, think I uh, San Francisco takes his game with the line. That's yeah, I think so too. Even on the road in Seattle, um, mm-hmm. they're just, they seem to be playing better. Um, all right. And then last game of Sunday, it was a Sunday night game, and then we'll talk Monday. 
Sunday night, we have the Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. It is a nine and a half point spread right now, Kansas City. Hmm. It's a lot of points. But yeah. and Kansas City hasn't been great at covering spreads this year. No. Uh-uh. But it's also prime time. Sunday night, Kansas City, the barbecue is gonna be flowing. <laughs> and that's a rivalry. Like there it's I, I can't imagine Kansas City's gonna take their foot off the gas if they yeah. if they start going, you know. Well, <clears throat> I think it's I think this is this is the defining game for the um, the Broncos, right? Uh, I don't think that this is the team that they were anticipating even when they started the year. I don't know. I, I don't think this was the team, actually. I mean, I think obviously Von Miller was there. They didn't think they were going to get rid of him. Um, I do believe that they had no, I, no, <clears throat> no second-guessing at the beginning of the year that Drew Locke was not going to be playing this year. I think they knew that before anything. You know, they knew it. As soon as they had Teddy Bridgewater, I think they knew. So, yeah, but it's the easy decision when you have those two quarterbacks. Yeah. But if the Broncos win, they'll be tied for first place in the division. Crazy talk. So... Even though Kansas City being in the number one spot in the division is, if we were talking at the beginning of the year, would not be unusual whatsoever right now. Right. But after seeing their start, eh, you know, if Fangio is his, if he's his weight, worth his weight in freaking sand pebbles, he should be able to game, game, game plan something to exploit at least one win because they, 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 they have to see him uh, this weekend and yet another time this week. Um, they do have the defense. Like they've, they've built this defense specifically to match up against the Kansas City offense. Right, right. But I, man, I just the Kansas City. What's see what's brought Kansas City back the last few weeks has been their defense. They've been playing. They've been playing great on defense, and I just think I suspect that this is going to be a real beatdown, and that I don't see. I don't see the Broncos really putting up a lot of points here at all. Uh, yeah, true. True. Can that. Can that defense, can they dial up enough? Because, you know, they usually keep um, do the four-man rush. Anfield likes that because he gives them more options to um, give different looks down the field. Um, but, you know, with that type of uh, approach, I mean, they can only – they can only rush that line for so long, you know? Yeah. And – Patrick Mahomes doesn't need that much time because he can do it with his feet and he can do it in the air. He's and so when given pressure, he can get rid of the ball. You know, so let's just say it's nine. And, you said nine and a half, right? Yep. 
if that starts going on, if that starts going a little bit more um, towards, you know, if that starts going a little bit more towards the 10 or 11 mark by it kickoff. Might, it might get to 10 and a half or 11 by kickoff. I, I like the Broncos. So just, I, like I mean, Broncos. they don't have to win. They just got to get that backdoor cover and keep it close, you know? Exactly, exactly. I think this is what – this is probably what Fangio's been dreaming of the whole year, this game. So what a, what, a, what a time to come when they can tie the division, you know? Yeah, I never I expected think, them to be in the mix like they are at this late yeah. in the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got the Kansas City Chiefs twice. They have the Raiders left. They have um, – I think it's – I remember I looking remember. at it. It's a it's yeah. a winnable. It, there, there's a, there's some wins on the rest of their on yeah. the back part of their sketch. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna go to the playoffs nine and eight. Okay, they're not gonna go eight and nine. So but if they can get to ten wins, man, and they're they might. Yeah, if they're going to go to the playoffs, you're right. It's if they're going to go to the playoffs, they have to win this game. The, basically, the playoffs are starting this week because they got to win. Yeah. All right, one more game. Monday Night Football. All right. The New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. This is a great – this whole this whole weekend, it's just rivalry, 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 rivalry. It's all divisions. This is great. Um, classic. And I think they're tied in the division. Please. Yeah, they are tied, and it's uh, two and a half points is the spread. Buffalo minus two and a half at home against the Patriots. <laughs> this is like Bill Belichick's fucking dream, right? He loves this shit. Bill, Bill Belichick sitting back and be like, "What? This is what I do." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, we're road, we're 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 underdogs on the road against a rival. This is my, my favorite kind of Sunday." <laughs> and and I've owned them for how many years? Yeah. That's right, man. That's right. We're gonna find out if it's like, because the Bills are a good football team. Hey, here's a question. Here's a question. Last couple of years, if Brady is still in New England, uh, do the Bills take that that, 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 uh, division? Probably not. I mean, but at the same time, there was a. How do we know Brady would still be playing the way he is if he was still there, right? Like, how do we know that he and Belichick would be, you know, not screaming at each other all the time if Brady was there? You know, it's uh, right, right. The, the, the him leaving might have motivated both parties, both Belichick and and Brady. Um, you know, so it's it's hard to hard to really, you know, what if they were still together? Kind of a conversation, but yeah, yeah. ultimately. Uh, the Bills, the Bills have put together an incredible team. The question is, is their team good enough to beat Bill Belichick's mind? Because mm-hmm. he's got a roster of guys that are doing exactly what he wants them to do every time. And mm-hmm. that's scary. Yeah. I mean, Matt Jones has been assimilated into the board. He now knows <laughs> that uh, everything that is Tom Brady is his as long as he stays with the program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. If he just does just do what he does, just does what he's told and just you know, rows the boat or whatever, you know, toes the line or whatever, insert cliche here. Um he he very well might have two decades of work in front of him. 
That's right. That's right. So, I'm pretty sure so, New England wins this game somehow. And it's by three? So Buffalo is favored by two and a half. Two and a half. But I think somehow, it just seems to me like somehow in the end, the Patriots are going to steal a win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. I have no faith here. The Bills are definitely, definitely. Uh, they're definitely beatable. And I don't know, man. I think that um, – Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'll definitely be watching this. But yeah, as far as putting watch. money on it, as far as putting money on it, you know, the only lock I see is uh, the Vikings this week uh, against the Lions. Yeah, I like that one too. The fact is, just to wrap up this Monday Night Football game, though, you would be broke if you would consistently bet against Bill Belichick. So either don't bet on that game or bet on the Patriots. But betting against the Patriots is just stupid, you know. Um, I agree. Minnesota is a solid play. Uh, the other one I like is Cincinnati because I think the Chargers are heading in the wrong direction on the season. Um And there it is, man. That's it. I'd ask you. This is usually where I ask you how that cigar is, but, you know. <laughs> too early for that, man. Too early. Yeah, for we'll that. be back on it next week. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. <laughs> All right, man. This is weird. Neither of us are at Capital Cigars. Neither one. But usually, bet your ashes recorded at least partially on the studio level of Capital Cigars, nine one nine East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge on the planet. And uh, you will be uh, – well, I'm sure you'll be back there next week Record when we're recording, and so uh, all will be back to normal. Absolutely. All right, buddy. I hope you have a great day, okay? Thanks for getting up early and doing this. Hey, you too, man. Take care. All right. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. We like to use this opportunity at the end of our episode to say thank you to some people. First and foremost, Vince, we really appreciate everything you do, but uh, Tyler, uh, Connor, um, Nebraska, Corey Collins, and you, the listener, appreciate all of you. Couldn't do it without you. And we'll talk to you next week.